by God Jr. traded to your Cleveland Browns. This is the doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns, and no better time to debut on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. We got picked up, baby. We're moving on up in the world, as are our Cleveland Browns, Andy McNamara, alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Matt, uh, I want to know first, where were you? How did you find out the news that the rumors, it turned out, were true? And John Dorsey, our king, our man, uh, he, he pulled up, he pulled this one off. Where were you? So I was at the dinner table, and I heard an alert on my phone. And I walk into the family room and pick up my phone, and I realized that life just changed quite a bit <laughs> professionally for me. Um because Browns made the deal of the offseason and they got an all-pro caliber wide receiver to add to an offense that was already pretty explosive. Uh, even going back to last year before they made some additions. And, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I, I went from watching the Blue Jackets game to turning on uh, anything NFL related because, like I said, life uh, professionally changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This seemed impossible. It seemed like, remember the pictures from the Combine. We saw John Dorsey chatting with Giants GM Dave Gettleman, and we thought, oh, maybe, maybe. And then we had the Zeitler for Livy Vernon trade, which I liked. It was a good deal. Browns got the pass rush they needed. They had depth on the O-line, so it was great. And you thought, okay, well, you know what? That was it. And we kind of focused on secondary free agents at wide receiver in the draft. And there's, there were still some great options. Then Matt, out of nowhere. So this is what I was at home I was watching watching TV with my wife. And for that, I put the phone I put the phone aside. You know, you want to be, you want to be present. You want to focus. And then I kept hearing ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, uh, something has happened. <laughs> Something has happened in the world. Uh, I need to. Uh, I need to see what went down. And I look, and I, I the first messages I got that were, they said, "Are you okay, man?" I'm like, "What? What? what what's what's going on?" And I kept seeing like, "Holy, holy bleep!" And then I saw for real Odell Beckham Jr. coming to the Cleveland Browns. So Matt, you got those pictures in the off season of. The, uh, uh, OBJ and Baker and Jarvis Landry working out. Landry and OBJ, college teammates reunited. Maybe more importantly, Adam Henry, who was the wide receiver coach for those two, is the wide receiver coach of the Browns and somebody that can keep uh, OBJ in check. They a bit of a hardest worker in there, hardest working guy, but we know he can be a little bit of a head case. How important do you think it is to have Adam Henry in that equation in addition to Jarvis Landry and Baker? Well, they they have a lot of opportunity to make plays now if he can keep everything going in a positive direction. Um, this is going to be hard because there's a lot of talent 
and there's a lot of guys who have egos that believe that they're the best and managing those egos is going to be the job number one, two, three, four, and five for the receivers coach, for Freddie Kitchens, the head coach slash OC, Todd Munkin, the OC. And, you know, I, we didn't even mention that. Uh, if you're Todd Munkin, how how happy are you right now? <laughs> yeah. You just got another <laughs> down-the-field weapon that you can utilize to really make this offense click. Absolutely. You got one of the top three wide receivers in football. In football. Who's 26 years old. And all of a sudden, Matt, the conversation has changed. And it was changing already. We know with Baker, right, who is clearly the leader in that locker room. But now you get Odell Beckham Jr. And I'm hearing on social media, on radio stations, oh, maybe I'll be a Browns fan. Let me tell you this, people. Okay, listen. And if you're listening to this show, I know you're a hardcore Browns fan already. So this isn't to you. But you tell your friends, you tell coworkers, you tell anybody else who wants to all of a sudden start wearing brown and orange. Okay, if you were not with us, if you did not suffer, if you did not do shows like this week in and week out through 0 and 16, through 1 and 31, through the past how many years and suffer, and it ruined your mood, it ruined your Sunday, ruined your Monday, and put a cloud over your head for the whole season. Bandwagon's full, baby. Not welcome. Matt, I, I, I'm telling you, if I start seeing these fake Browns fans, here's the quiz, people, okay? Here's the, here's the quiz. Anyone you see wearing a Browns shirt, hat, whatever this year, you ask him. Say, name me 20 of the quarterbacks since 99. Just 20, okay? There's 30. Name me 20. If they can't do it, rip this stuff off them. Not interested. You do not get to join after we suffered through all this. This is our glory. This is our time. And with the AFC North dwindling, and panicking and shifting. The Browns' time is right now, buddy. It's right now. I can't wait. There, there is absolutely no question about that. Uh, Miles Garrett, I'm actually working on a story right now. Uh, he went on NFL Total Access last night shortly after the move became public, and he was asked point blank, are you guys the team to beat? And he said, absolutely, we just have to go and prove it. Yep. And that was music to my ears because – I love to see the fact that everybody's excited, but I love the fact that the leaders of this team are saying, hey, we still got work to do. That yeah. is what's telling me that this thing is going in the right direction. When you have guys willing to commit to that kind of stuff, you're going to be in okay shape. Absolutely. And we got our show poll up there. Is it overreaction? Yeah, we're fans. We get to overreact. But you're right, Matt. That is so, so important that they're not buying in on anything. I feel that 2008 team after the 10 and 6 season, uh, they felt they arrived. You kind of felt like, yeah, we've made it. These guys don't feel like they made it because you're dealing with pure winners. Guys who will settle for nothing less than a championship led by Baker Mayfield. So here is our doghouse show poll on Dogs by Nature, SB Nation, baby, at AndyMC81 on Twitter, at Matt Florjancic. Now that the Browns have OBJ, what are your expectations for this season? Super Bowl champs, I said it. AFC champions, win one round in the playoffs or just get to the playoffs. So Super Bowl winners, AFC champs, win one round or just get to the playoffs. What are your early expectations? Granted, and knowing, um, who the heck knows what, what the Sheriff John Dorsey is going to do next? In the draft, in free agency, whatever. Uh, Matt, just early reaction to this. I, I won't hold you to it. But what are your expectations for this season? 
I wouldn't say just make the playoffs, but at least make the playoffs. And so I would, I would uh, say my feeling on it. I think that your goals have to be lofty because you have a lot coming back that was good in a very bad situation last year with a midseason coaching change, unprecedented that they got rid of the coach and the offensive coordinator with eight games to go. So they they really surged in that second half with Freddie Kitchens, and now they're just adding excellent talent after excellent talent after excellent talent. That is going to bode well for this team, and the expectations should be playoffs or bust. Yeah, it it has to be. I'm going to say my vote goes to win a round, and I think if you have that first step, right, if you have that first step to – Get to the playoffs. I think win the division. That's got to be goal one. You win the division. You get to the playoffs. You win a round, and then you kind of see where you're at, and everyone has then gone through that experience, and then the next year you go for it. But, hey, of course, Matt, we hope we're wrong. We hope we're, we're hoisting the Lombardi trophy, and uh, I, I honestly don't know what state I would be in if that happened. I don't, I don't know. Uh, probably euphoric. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't even imagine it, but you're one step closer with a talent like Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, now Matt, what do you make of the compensation that John Dorsey gave up to Gettleman in the New York media? Gettleman is getting blasted. So the Browns give up for Odell Beckham Jr. Their first round pick this year, 17th overall. You give up your second, third round pick. You still have the third round pick, which I believe is for Danny Shelton. Thanks, Danny, from the Patriots. And Jabril Peppers, who came on nicely last year, but you can find another safety like Jabril Peppers. We're not talking about a generational talent there. So 17th overall pick, second, third round pick. So you still got a third and Jabril Peppers. Do you like the deal for the Browns? Do both sides win? How do you feel? it's hard to say that the Giants win when they give up an all-pro yeah. caliber wide receiver. And I think Gettleman is is taking a fair bit of heat for that move. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, he's, he's taking the heat for it. Uh, but that's far from his only problem. He's got to figure out what they want to do at quarterback going forward. And there's also the matter of that head coach. So, <laughs> you know, taking a look at it, I think the Browns absolutely win the deal in the immediate – uh, obviously the 17 pick isn't that high. It's not like they gave up the number one overall. Uh, so you were getting a mid-round talent more than likely anyway, but with what they've done in free agency, they may not need to go that route quite yet, which is a good thing. Um, it shows that they're you know, doing everything that they can to add talent. They're just not focusing on building in the draft and, like previous regimes where you get one shot a year to improve your roster and that's it. John Dorsey's like, no, forget this. I'm going to improve my roster every chance I get because we're going to win. And I love that mindset. And I think that's why he was able to make this deal confidently. And I think that it puts them in the winner circle of the deal. It does it hurt to lose peppers. Yeah. But in two years, they never figured out how to use them. Yeah. So it's not like you can't find another guy that you can plug in there that can really uh, shine as a safety. Exactly. Exactly. And you said it, the additions in free agency were so key because what did the Browns need in the draft? And they can still get these guys. They can still get good talent. It is a deep draft for defensive linemen, interior and pass rushers. 
So, but they needed those two spots. So you went, you traded for Olivier Vernon. You got him. Then you get Sheldon Richardson beside Ogunjobi. What an upgrade. Is he perfect? No, but he's a heck of an upgrade. Then what you can do is draft some prospects who maybe have an upside, but maybe a little raw, and they have some time to develop behind them, right? And so you go out and either you sign another free agent safety or you draft one or you do both. And, and so I'm with you. Really, the Browns win this deal. They got the best player. You, you go with the deal of, of what is going to be the best player. And the Giants are just in a weird situation. Are they rebuilding? Are they not? You have Eli Manning. What are you doing? Like, it's, it's going to be real interesting what they do. And, Matt, we can't forget, the Browns still have eight draft picks. So Dorsey could theoretically deal back up into the first round or higher up to move up and get a player that they really want to. Wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh, John Dorsey is not afraid to make a deal. Not one that he thinks is going to improve the talent on this team. And he's proven that multiple times over. Um, he's taken on guys with some questionable character uh, before the Beckham move. And he, he's taken on a guy who has a reputation of maybe being a little difficult to deal with sometimes. But he sees raw football talent and he's willing to put that on the roster willing to bet on the culture that he's helping create uh, that it's going to be enough to help these guys uh, really buy in and play on a winning team. Yeah. And another note too, we should say is earlier in the day, Richard Perryman was signed to a one-year $4 million contract after the OBJ trade. It was announced that that offer was mutually rescinded and Perryman is now on the same one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who lost Deshaun Jackson. So, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Would you like to keep Perryman for depth? Sure, but he's trying to revitalize his career. So that, that makes sense to me. It would have been nice to have him, have him, though. And I still think, Matt, the Browns do need, still need, a big-bodied wide receiver. OBJ is a stud, but if he's six feet, that might be a little bit generous. I still want a big-bodied dude to develop on the outside for Baker. Yeah, if we can get that guy, too, that would be amazing because their best receivers are all under six foot and yeah, it's yeah. like a couple of years ago where they, they tried intentionally to get the smallest guys i swear they had to <laughs> because they couldn't find anybody smaller than taylor gabriel and andrew hawkins except oh. for each other and and but at least these guys are close to six foot and they all have different kind of skill sets right jarvis Lindsay can be a down the field guy but he's really good in those intermediate and short routes. Antonio Callaway can flat out fly. His route tree is very limited to the go route. Um, but <laughs> when he's on, he's explosive, and he can get behind defenders. Odell Beckham Jr. can do a little bit of both. He's got the speed and the range to get downfield. He's got the ability and the willingness to go over the middle of the field and his catch radius is ridiculous. I mean, just go back to that one-handed catch that he made oh my, while practically falling out of bounds. I mean, his, his radius is huge. He's got a great reach, and he's able to do things athletically that most people can't. So when you look at all those things, uh, they're starting to come around as a wide receiver group and really have removed themselves from that Ray Farmer line of thinking that receivers only affect a game 10 plays. Um, the the key now going forward is getting a big body 
that can run down the field, can catch over the middle. Now, they had one in Josh Gordon, but they had to deal him because there were just too many opportunities given and squandered in that situation. You're not going to find a talent like him very often, but if there's one guy who can, it's John Dorsey. Damn right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one name I would keep an eye on in free agency. Now, I love me some Tyrell Williams out of the the Chargers for sure. We saw what he did, and I think he is being undervalued. He's going to get paid, but undervalued from, I mean, people saying he didn't put up the numbers. When he filled in for Keenan Allen when he went down, guy was a stud. That's going to be too expensive now with OBJ. Name to watch, I think, Matt, with the Chiefs connection with Dorsey, Chris Conley. Guy's 6'3", 200-plus pounds could slide underneath and fill that big-bodied role as a free agent. So I think him, and we got to mention, too, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, Dorsey did bring in a guy he signed as an undrafted free agent, tight end Demetrius Harris, who had seven touchdowns last year for the Chiefs. Six foot seven. How how would him and Njoku look crossing paths over the center? Woo! I like I liked me some of that. That's pretty, another big body. Yeah, they would look pretty good. Don't also sleep on the fact that he brought in the running back from Kansas City that oh, he drafted yeah. in the third round two years ago in Hunt as well. So He's not afraid to dip back into that pass to pull talent and help this Browns team win. So it's no surprise that he's gone out and done what he's done. Um, and you have to tip your cap to him because he's really putting himself out here. And if this doesn't work, probably likely won't get a second shot at doing it. Um, but, yeah, he's really – He's really pushed the chips to the center of the table, and despite at the combine saying, hey, we're not ready to go for it yet, we're still like a year or two away, he's sure acting like a riverboat gambler that's going for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's going for it. And I think, Matt's because he sees the division. The Bengals, new head coach. Andy Dalton, you confident with that team? No, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, bring it. You lose four of your best defenders in free agency, including Browns record Terrell Suggs. Pittsburgh Steelers, you've lost two of the three killer Bs. Big Ben always gives you a chance. I like Juju Smith-Schuster, but that team is on the decline. So, Matt, what we get to do this season is look at every one of those opposing fans who mocked us Browns fans for so long and say, screw you, Bengals, screw you, Ravens, and screw you, Steelers, and just go get it and win that division. The goal, the mindset is we can't be fan-scared anymore. We can't be hesitant. We, that, that's how we're used to being, and that's that was obviously a reason, too, because Cleveland was so bad for so long. But now we can be the ones to say, why not us, right? Why not us? Why can't we win the division, and why can't we win the whole damn thing? I couldn't have said it any better right there. I mean, that's exactly the mindset that they have right now is why not? You know, why can't we go from worst to first? Yeah. You know, in inside of two seasons. Well, they're going for it. I mean, what they did in the second half of last season really set a tone for this franchise going forward. They could have easily packed it away. Every single one of those guys could have given up. And they played harder. And they got themselves into the playoff discussion. And we're in that through most of week 15. This team is built to win right now. They have an opportunity to go out and win the AFC North division. They have 
all the talent in the world offensively. They have a ton of talent defensively. They still think they need a linebacker, and yeah. they may or may not need a safety now, but uh, they're still uh, – the front four looks amazing, and the cornerback spot looks okay, and De- Demarius Randall is a great talent on the back end of the defense. So, yeah, they're kind of going for broke right now. They have an opportunity, and they're not going to waste it. That's the most beautiful thing about the whole situation is that they recognize – that the time is now. Like the AFC North is there for the taking. It's just a matter of going and doing it. It is right now. Yes. Early results on our poll question at Andy MCD one at Matt Fleur Jancic. Now that the Browns have OBJ, what are your expectations for this season? Super Bowl champs, AFC champions, win one round, or just get to the playoffs. Leader in the clubhouse, forty percent just get to the playoffs, then win one round. Super Bowl champs in third, AFC champs in fourth so you can still vote right there matt final thoughts uh before we we say goodbye on this impromptu doghouse and our first one on sb nation's dogs by nature which we're so excited to be about you're going to be putting out uh, stories all day long on wkyc sports yeah it's it's been a busy 24 hours it'll be a crazy ride to the season the off-season program starts in a couple of weeks because uh, they get the extra two weeks uh with the coaching change right so yeah it's gonna be an interesting entertaining off season and man i tell you what it's gonna be fun during the off-season workouts just to see what this offense looks like uh when they get on the field but for I, i'm really looking forward to training camp this year and i never ever say that hardly because it's such a grind but i'm actually looking forward to it this year i think that they could really be a special team and a very memorable team in brown's history if they continue on the path and they're willing to work let's do it let's go follow him on twitter at matt florjancic myself at andy mc81 make sure to check out our new home dogs by nature on SB Nation, the NFL page there. We'll tweet out the links to the show on Instagram as well at Andy MC Sports and at Matt Flow Sports. All right, buddy. Hey, well, we'll keep an eye and see what Dorsey does next. Great stuff. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Andy. All right. You've been listening to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.